saints of God that are uh, online and our uh, church family that is present, uh, our online community, we like to send out a, um, a shout out to you. We want to say to you that we love you, we appreciate you, and we hope that you're being blessed by the word as much as we are being blessed by the word of God. Uh, yesterday I put a post in, we're getting ready for the word of God, I put a post on Facebook and I challenge each pastor, each apostle, each bishop, each layperson to use their platform to be able to speak to the injustices and all the unrest that's going on within our nation. So we need to be prayerful. We need to remain in prayer, be steadfast, and so just know that God's got this. He's got this. And so I'm thankful and grateful for the Lord that we serve that has everything that we need. Amen. And he's going to do a great and mighty work today. I'm ready for the word of God. What about you all? Let's give God a hand clap of praise for the word of God. I'm ready to eat. Amen. I'm ready to eat. Amen. Let the church say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. How many of y'all glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We love you, and we ask for your guidance and your counseling, Father. Father, we ask for your mercy and your grace to be continuously in our lives. Father, we ask for a blanket of protection upon this nation, upon the world. Father, as we go forth in this ministry today, we ask God that the ears of man and the hearts of man will be open to hear what you're saying, and Father God, be willing and have the passion and the desire, and allow, allow you to give us the strength to do that which is in accordance to your will. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. amen. Let the church say amen again. Amen. One more time for the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We'll be coming out. All phones off, please. We'll be coming out of the book of, um, we'll start in the book of Revelation, but our main text will be in Daniel's. Um, the title of this message today is There is Hope for America. There is Hope for America. Amen? Regardless of what it looks like, there is hope for America. But there are some things that America is going to have to realize and things that America is going to have to do in order for hope to take effect. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to America just for a second here before I get into the main text. I want us to go to the book of Revelation, the 18th chapter, starting at the 15th verse. Revelation, book of Revelation, chapter 18, starting at the 15th verse. When you get there, please say amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't have your Bible, it's up on the uh, monitors. Word of the Lord says, the merchants, those are the business people, those are trafficking money. 
says that the merchants of these things which were made by which were made rich by her shall stand far off for the fear of her torment weeping and wailing and saying alas alas mm-hmm, finally that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. Look what she's decked in. She's decked in the priesthood of God. In other words, she's saying that she loves God and that she's about God. But she's a liar. It says here in 16, And saying, Alas, alas, that great city which was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones. It's going to come back at you in the main text. And pearls. For in one hour, that means in one season, it happened quick. So great riches has come to nothing. And every shipmaster and all the company in ships and sailors and as many as trade by the sea, they stood afar off. And they cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, what city is like unto this great city? <laughs> and verse 19 says, And they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, that great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea. Mm-hmm. Traffickers. By reason of her costliness. For in one hour is she made desolate. Quick. It was a quick thing, wasn't it? Well, I want to talk to you, America, just for about five minutes, and then I'm going to get into the message. You see. Three months ago, Four at the most, you were lifted up in your pride. We got the best economy. We got this. We got that. We got this. But you forgot in the Old Testament, I think it's in the book of Hosea, where God said, I'm going to blow on it. I'm going to let you build it up. Then I'm going to blow on it. It's going to be just like a man that works and he's got holes in his pockets. We've been bringing prophecies from this pulpit. Some have listened, some haven't. Doesn't matter whether you listen or not, America. Still happened. The tornado came, we told you it was coming. Hit us. Spartanburg. Told you something else was coming, even greater. A few months later, a couple of months, COVID 19, the coronavirus hit us. Mm hmm. Came back right after that and told you that that ain't the end of it. Some more things are coming. Told you that a couple months ago. Then I remember in that same message, it was told in the book of Revelation that this great mountain rose up out of the sea, poisoned everything. Well, we're in that place right now. See, there's just uprising, this great mountain that has arisen throughout this land. That mountain is called violence and destruction, which came from 
not their misjustice, which you're trying to put it on, but it came from your injustice. You see, because you didn't do what you needed to do and what you should have done, in, because you tried to protect that which was wrong, instead of protecting that which was defenseless, and now it has come back to haunt you. And because it has come back to haunt you, now you're trying to spin it. And now, you're, like before, you're still not taking responsibility for your actions. And you still don't understand that from every action comes a reaction. From every cause comes an effect. You still don't realize that. Because you refuse to look at yourself. And as long as you refuse to look at yourself, then the hope that God has for America will never exist. Even though there is still hope for you, America, the Bible says after all this, you still didn't repent. After all the murders, the killings, the violence, the destruction, after all of it, you still did not repent. And because of it, you rebelled against God. And the Old Testament in the book of Samuel tells us that rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. So you did it in witchcraft. Your businesses are dealing in witchcraft. Your churches are dealing in witchcraft. Your people are dealing in witchcraft. And you wonder why. You wonder why. So whatever is happening, you caused it, America. Because of the people that you've chosen to lead you and the things that you have allowed them to lead you into. So that's the problem, America. That's the problem. The problem is not the protesters. The problem is you. You're you're the problem. Because you're built on a lie. And you're of your father, the devil. You were a murderer and a liar from the beginning. And that you still are. And you're still going to do the work of your father. And you're going to put Christ's name on it. Mm -mm. You got the wrong preacher today. You got the wrong preacher today. Let's go to the book of Daniel. In the book of Daniel, the fifth chapter, starting at the first verse. Book of Daniel, the fifth chapter, starting at the first verse. Everybody all right this morning? Yes. How you doing, America? Doing good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put it up there, son. Daniel, five. Belshazzar, which means Baal is the protector of the king. Baal means false god. Your false god is what's been protecting you, America. Protecting the king. Uh-huh. And he made a 
great feast to a thousand of his lords. That means they were all in one accord. Mm-hmm. And look what he did. They drank wine before a thousand. See, they, 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 they all were in the same spirit. Not only were they in one accord, but the wine represents they were in the same spirit. They were all drunk on themselves. You ever been drunk on yourself? Get you in a lot of trouble. Next verse, son. Now, Belshazzar, while he tasted the wine, uh uh-huh, he commanded to bring, don't you watch it, here we go back with this golden stuff, to bring the golden and silver vessels which his father, Nebuchadnezzar, had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes and his wives and his concubines might drink therein. Look what he did. The temple is us. His father, Nebuchadnezzar, now this misprint that word father there, because Nebuchadnezzar was Belshazzar's grandfather. But the reason they got father there, see, Belshazzar's father's name was Nabonidus. And he wasn't of the royal blood. So in order for Belshazzar to become king, he had to stay within the royal blood. So they imputed that word father there so that it would look like Belshazzar was legal tender of the kingdom. But he wasn't of royal blood. Do y'all understand that? Nebuchadnezzar was not his father. He was his grandfather. Okay? The father of Belshazzar was a guy named Nabonidus. But look what Nebuchadnezzar did. Nebuchadnezzar, his grandfather, which they got here his father, he had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, with a temple. And Nebuchadnezzar had snatched something out of us. He snatched the peace out of us. See, that's what the world has done to the church. It's taken the peace out of them. Now watch what happens here. That the king and his princes, his wives, his concubines, might drink therein. See, see, see they, they, they have used the church and God's people and destroyed them with their own wine and their own spirit. They took all the gold and the silver out of those vessels. You see, all the pureness of the spirit, the gold, all the enlightenment, the silver, all the knowledge of God. See, they took it. See, that's what the world will do. The world will take the God in you and trample you and have you serving it instead of serving God. And you will put your trust in your money. And I tell you all this every week. Don't you ever deny God to run at money. You're going to lose every time. Don't you ever get a job and forget God. You're going to lose every time. And I'm, I'm talking to you. Only a fool will put his trust in a dollar bill and a job. Only a fool. You can work there all your life. And then one day, we don't need you no more. 
That wasn't your plan, though. Your plan was to retire there. what he did now in verse 2 Nebuchadnezzar 5 verse 2 look what happened Belshazzar that's that old false god that's protecting the king see that's what we got out here now we got that old false god protecting leadership thank you but you see what God doing to your greatest economy. Make America great again? Well, here it is. Coronavirus. Uprising, just like Jesus said. This is your mega. This is your make, a great, make America great again. Yeah. Do you like it? Don't you cry now. I don't want to hear it. Because it's on. Told you it was coming. So now... What has happened is, is that mountain that we talked about and prophesied about that's coming up out of the sea, now it's been cast into the sea, which is the nations. That's that uprising that's out here now. And this thing ain't finished. You see? Why? You can't blame it on the protesters. Blame it on what caused it. Go back to the cause of it, and you'll understand what the effect of it is going to be. You understand me? If you don't eat, then you're going to get hungry. There's a cause and there's a fact. Verse 3 says in Daniels 5, verse 3, it says, Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple uh-huh, of the house of God, which temple we are. Which was in peace, Jerusalem. And then they drank out of it. They filled it with their wine and they drank out of it. And verse 4 says, and they drank wine, their spirit. And they praised the gods of what? Somebody say money. Somebody say things. Uh huh, that's your God. Because the church has taught you that the only way you can know God is through things. So that's all you hear is a word called, give me my stuff. And we all right. I had a man fall out with me this morning, but I'm going to fall back in with him. Because I posted a thing where two men kissing and all that crazy stuff, and it's wrong. It's wrong then, it's wrong now. But he took it personal. Say, well, if we got to break friendship, well, I say, well, son, I don't want to break friendship with you. We've been friends all our lives, but you got to understand that I'm a preacher of the Word of God, and I got to say what God say. See, I, I, I can't choose between. See, anytime a preacher's got to choose between whether I'm going to deal with you. For you to like me, and whether I'm going to deal with God, then, then you, you need to get rid of me. Because I'm not good for you. I'm going to hurt you in a bad way. But the Bible said that the wounds of a friend, or faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of the enemy. 
So if I wound you, it's because I love you. And my wounds to you are faithful. See, my wounds to you, America, this morning for chastising you, that's a faithful wound. And I know that you're not going to listen. Because you're going to let all of them different networks, they're going to spin you. And you're going to let all them politicians, they're going to spin you. And, they, and, and they're always going to spin it back to, it's your fault. It ain't ours. They're going to always do that. But here's the sad part about it. We got too many plantation you-know-whats that's listening to that insanity from them. And I told you, cut this garbage or loose. Stop trusting in them because cursed is the man that puts his trust in man. God's going to get his people back. America might go to hell, but God's people ain't going to hell. God's people ain't going to hell unless God's people decide to go with the world. So the decision is on us, right? Give me the next verse, my man. They drank wine and they praised the gods of gold and of silver and of brass and iron and wood. I see these are all things. <laughs> things. Next verse. In the same hour. There that word is, same hour again. Same one you saw in Revelation. Same hour. Everything came to nothing. Watch this. Same thing going to happen here. In the same hour when they were drinking and partying and doing their thing in God's house. Uh-huh. Came forth fingers of a man's hand. Uh-oh, something happened here. And look what it did. It wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. Not of God's palace, but of the king's palace. King Belshazzar. And the king saw part of the hand that wrote. Notice what's happening here. You see, there's a certain light. I tell them, Brenda, this morning, every man in his own eyes is right. Remember I told you that? Check yourself. Mm-hmm. You can see everybody else. Start looking at your own. Because self-righteousness is a sneaky thing. And you won't even realize where you are with this thing. You think you're right. And you be killing people. Why? Because of your mouth. And your self-righteousness. That's why I don't say much. I just go on about and do my job. I ain't got much to say until I get in this pulpit. And then you'll probably wish he'd shut up. <laughs> Next verb. So what happens here is, you know, <clears throat> they take and a man can only see the light that's within his own desire. Candlestick, okay? But watch what God does. How many of y'all know that God will block you out from yourself where you can't see nothing but his hand, which is his power, writing on the wall of your soul? And this scares that old boy. Give me the next uh, verse, son. Then the king's countenance was changed. Uh Uh-oh. There's been a breakthrough. And his thoughts troubled him. But he was just partying. Wasn't he? He ain't partying now. 
He ain't partying now because all of a sudden I can't see me no more. But I can see something writing on the wall of my soul that's saying, uh-oh, I got to see what this is. Now, now I'm, I'm tore up inside now so that the joints of his loins was loose. Oh, my God, he about to do it on himself. And his knees smoked one against another. Next verse. The king cried aloud to bring in the astrologers. Now he's bringing in all them old witchcraft doctors, them old witch doctors. That's all. And the king spake and said to the wise men of Babylon, uh-huh, whosoever shall read this writing and show me the interpretation thereof shall be clothed with scarlet. There he is. He want to put that religion on him. But it ain't the true religion. It ain't the true religion that James talks about. True religion is... Uh, to visit the fatherless and the widows of this world and, and, and to keep yourself unspotted from the world. See, that's true religion. But the world want to put its version of religion on you and call it God. See, that's why them things keep coming up like scarlet and gold and all of that. See, all this represents the priesthood. But it's a false priesthood. The church is giving you a false hope. They're not serving the true and the living God. And I know that a lot of people are going to have a problem with me saying this, preachers and everything, but I don't deal with preachers. Quite frankly, I got a problem with preachers. The majority of them, 98% of them, because of their knowledge ain't where it's supposed to be. They're children. Have you ever noticed when something goes wrong, they always get these Jethro black preachers to come up and try to mellow everything out? Don't study about them till things get out of hand. Now you got the fire started. Now y'all come put the fire out. No, 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 Jethro. No, not this time. Not this time. See, this time, whites, blacks, even the Amish people are banding together. And we're saying we ain't taking this no more. That's the way it's supposed to be. Unless you with that other side. Now, we got a few blacks that's with that other side, too. They still plantation Negroes. They don't know that, but I'm here to tell you that. I'm going to preach the truth here this morning. White, black, blue, green, I don't care. We either going to band together as one because the house divided can't stand. And this nation is divided. And it's time to get it back right. Next verse. I don't, I, I, I then came in all the king's wise men. Now you bring in everybody. And they could not read the writing nor make known to the king the interpretation thereof. Verse 9, please, son. Then was the king Belshazzar greatly troubled. Now, 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 see, his witchcraft ain't working for him now. Now he don't know what's going on. And his countenance was changed in him. And his lords were astonished too because, you know, same way back when Moses... God wouldn't allow them to go, those soothsayers to go, but so far. But after it got to a certain plague, they couldn't compete no more. You see, after you get to a certain place in God, the world can't compete with you no more. But you got to reach that level. 
there comes a time that I call breaking gravity where this stuff down here don't bother you no more. And you can see it for what it is and you can say, okay, you asked for it. Now you've got it. Now you deal with it, America. You deal with it. Don't call me to help you to help you out of your situation. No, you're going to do this on your own. But there's hope for you. <laughs> My girl made a plea to the people, the preachers, the fivefold ministry, and the lay people too. And I wrote on there, I said, well, baby, it's like this. I know what I'm going to preach, but I don't know what them others are going to preach because uh, most of them scared. That was my response to it. I ain't hear no more from none of them. See, when you work for the Lord, you ain't got nothing to lose. And let me tell you something, church. Don't you ever get so Holy Ghost filled that you allow that fool in you to leave. Always keep that fool near you because you're going to need him. Don't you let that fool, you keep him under control, but don't you excommunicate the fool in you because you're going to need him. You're going to, for such a time as this. <laughs> See, I didn't get saved to be scared. I wasn't scared when I was robbing their banks, and I ain't scared now. You understand me? Why am I going to get scared now when I wasn't scared then? Huh? Judge said, well, why would you go up in there, son? I said, because the money was up in there. He said, get him out of here. Get him out of here. That's just how I am. I don't, I don't mix words with people. I don't care. My wife can attest to that. I told the judge, judge, you can't do nothing to me that I ain't already done to myself. Oh. Judge said, let him go on back home. Just send him to therapy. Because this fool crazy. Am I lying, brother? Why am I going to get scared now? Why are you going to get scared now? When God said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear, but one of love, power, and sound mind, don't you let that fool escape you inside. Keep him under control, but keep him close because you, you might need him. You might need him. I'm not at that level of a man slapping me and I turn the other cheek yet. I ain't there yet. I ain't there yet. See, I got to grow a little more. I got to grow a little more. I got to grow a little more on that one. I'm going to have to grow a little bit. I'm honest. See, I, I, I just got to preach it real this morning. Now, Psalms 119 verse 126 says, God, it's time for you to go to work. Uh-huh. For they have made void your law. Mm-hmm. Boy, ain't God working? Ain't he working? Uh-huh. 
He gave us a chance. Now, the mountain. It's already here now, just like it was prophesied. Now, the next thing coming, I remember the word in Revelation. Second part of that was the star that fell from heaven. Now, something's going to be coming from up top. Y'all ready hear me? You better hear me, America. God looking at all of this. Some things make God get off his throne and come down and check things out. God feeding to come down and check some things out. And most of us ain't even going to know it's God when he do it. Because they ain't got their eyes open. Amen? Ah. Took the gold, see, see old Nebuchadnezzar. He took, and he went to Jerusalem, took all Jerusalem stuff out of the house of God. See, that's what the world will do. It try to take everything from you. Mm-hmm. Then he was lifted up in pride, and God gave him a chance. And then about a year later, his old pride got lifted up. I'm talking about, look at all this. Life. And then the Lord sent that fool out into the wilderness for seven years. He grew feathers, claws, and he was wet from the dew. He was an animal for seven years. I've been through that Nebuchadnezzar experience. I know all about it. And you will come up wet. And when you come up out of it, you will, just like Nebuchadnezzar, you will bow down and cry unto the Lord. Do you hear me? After you come out of that. But here's Daniel, and he's talking to Belshazzar, and he's reminding Belshazzar of what his daddy did. And now here's Belshazzar doing the same thing. He's lifted up in his pride. Watch the word here. He done got lifted up in his pride. Oh, he's going to have a party. Daniel 5, verse 10. But watch this. Now the queen, boy, in the multitude of council, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banquet house. And the queen spake and said, the queen is that spiritual insight that you have. See, there's always going to be something to speak to you in your insanity. He said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, nor let the countenance be changed. Why? Because there is a man, she said. It's getting hot in here. It says that, for there is a man, verse 11, in whom the spirit of the holy God, and in the days of thy father, lit an understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods was found in him. Oh, boy. Whom the king, Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Ch- Ch- Chaldeans, and soothsayers. You see, what's happening here is that, see, when you get a revelation from God to rise up, God will place you over this false stuff that's in the world. And he'll give you control over it. And you'll be able to handle this thing without it handling you. 
Because right now, we're allowing the things to handle us instead of us handling the things. And it's tearing us apart. It goes on to say now, verse 12. For as much as an excellent spirit. Now, now it's something to have an excellent spirit, see. See, the word Daniel means judgment of God, okay? Or God is judge. And the spirit of Daniel, which is God is judge, has also in it a spirit of excellence. And there are certain things that come with a spirit of excellence. Wisdom comes with the spirit of excellence. Knowledge, insight. You can go into dark sayings and understand them. You can interpret dreams when you have a spirit of excellence in you. Look at that verse. Put that verse up there for me, son. For as much as an excellent spirit, there is knowledge and understanding, interpretation of dreams, showing hard sentences, and dissolving doubt. Boy, that's a good one. We need that one. That's a good one. Dissolving of doubts were found... In the same Daniel, which is the judgment of God. See, all that. That spirit of excellence brings things with it. It brings all of this knowledge, understanding, wisdom, the whole thing. It was found in the same Daniel, and the king named Belshazzar now let Daniel be called. And he will show the interpretation. Now the old king read it. Okay. Now they're ready to listen to the preachers. Now they're ready to listen. They're not going to listen long, but they're going to listen because, see, they ain't going to let what they know supersede their ability to rule. But they're going to keep them close to put the fires out. They're going to do that. You can believe that. You're going to see more and more of them. Sometimes the fire don't need to be put out so quickly. Sometimes the fire just need to burn because out of the ashes, America, came beauty. Amen. <laughs> That's word. That's word. Out of the ashes came beauty. See, what you thought was beautiful was really ugly. Uh-huh. And God said, okay, now I got to show you that what you thought was ugly. I'm going to show you what beauty really is. But I got to destroy that which is in you first. I got to get that burnt up. I got to get, get that witchcraft out of you. Thinking that you're superior and you're the greatest nation on earth. And we've got the greatest economy since all. And we got this. See, that's pompous. That's pride. And pride goes before the fall. And the Holy Spirit before destruction. Huh? Oh, just puff it up, puff it up, puff it up, puff it up. Boop, I'll blow on it. What happened? What happened? Busted. I knew some people want to throw something at me through that camera. <laughs> Oh, he hurt my ears. I can't take it. I can't take it. Yeah, you're going to take it. You're going you're gonna to take this whooping. Yes, you're going. 
God got us right where he wants us. Say the man got a spirit of excellence in him. Uh-huh. Verse 13 says, then was Daniel brought in before the king. And the king spake and said unto Daniel, art thou that Daniel? See, your reputation will precede you. Which art of the children of captivity of Judah? See, they, they took praise in captivity. Whom the king, my father, brought out of Jewry. Oh, <laughs> see that? Two is out of our place, see? see? The original tribe of Judah in Africa. It's in the ancient maps. They didn't want you to know that. They came and took us out of Jewry. Watch what they did. Put us on ships, the Bible says, and brought us to a foreign land. Took us down by the Ivory Coast, down to the ships, out of the place where the tribe of Judah lies. Right there in their Negro land. See, a lot of y'all hate being called Negroes, and that's one of the best things that you could ever be called. You don't know who you are. You tell a black man they're a Jew today, they, they look at you like you're stupid because they don't know who they are. And as long as you don't know who you are, you're going to continue to follow those who claim to know who they are, and they don't even know. If they knew, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing now. And what's happening in America wouldn't be happening now. We'd all be joined together doing what's right. And standing up for the truth, come hell or high water, I don't care whether you're black, I don't care whether you're white, I don't care whether you're a punk, I don't care whether you're a lady, I don't care what you are. The truth is still the truth, and the truth still got to be spoken. And those that are about the truth, they're going to humble themselves, and they're going to be glad that they can hear the truth. And those that don't want to hear the truth, they're not going to like you. But that's all right. Jesus said they didn't like me either. So if they don't like no, no teacher, I mean, no student is above his master. If I had to suffer and die, what you think? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the book of Revelation, they were getting their heads cut off. And they were under the altar. The souls of those that had been beheaded and martyred. And they were crying out to God, how long, God, are you going to allow this to continue? How long, God, are you going to... He said, just a few more of your people got to die. A few more. A few more of them got to have their heads cut off. But just, just be patient. So right now, we're going to have to be patient, people. Because God told us. He said, now, go in. Shut your door until this indignation passes. He told us to do that. The indignation is still out there. It's gotten worse. And it's going to get worse. You see? See, they thought, we're going to open this thing back up. Oh, you're going to open it up, all right. Uh-huh. See, every time they go to do something, God counteracted. Do something stupid that they do. Got people thinking that they looking for a vaccine. They already got the vaccine. They had an open hot mic where they were fixing up the thing at the White House for a press meet. 
They said, well, you, what, 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 we ain't got the mask on. They said, the man, they heard the man on the mic say, well, don't worry about it because we all got vaccinated anyway. We already, that, that, that's why you don't see them wearing masks. The vaccine been been in. But see, that's why they saying that they're going to have it by the end of the year. Because they already got it. But they got a certain amount of people that they want to die. And they know that they're going to have that quota by then. So they're going to release. People, y'all better wake up. There ain't no newspaper that's more up to date than the word of God. You want the news? Don't you go to Fox. Please don't go there. Don't you go to CNN. Don't you go to MSNBC or none of them. No, you better go to the Bible. Because you're going to get tricked. You're going to get lied to. <laughs> you're a sucker. You're a sucker. Somebody go back there and get them lollipops out of there and let me pass them out. You're a sucker, America. But you don't have to be. You don't have to be a sucker no more. All you got to do is have an ear to hear. I don't enjoy tapping on you this morning, but I got to go ahead and do what I got to do. In my pain, I'm still not going to refrain from telling you the truth. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to do my job. If I ain't got but one leg and I got to drag up in here, I'm going to do my job as long as I'm breathing. And then after that, I'll see Jesus and, and Jesus will tell me whether I passed the grade or not. And if I don't pass the grade, then okay, Lord, then I guess I. But I hope I've helped somebody to pass the grade. Maybe I can get some kind of consolation in hell if that be the case. But I'm going to try to do everything that I can for myself. Because Paul said, now, while I'm preaching to you, I don't want to become a castaway myself. He said, now, I've heard about you in verse 14, that the Spirit of the God is in thee. And light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. And now the wise men and astrologers have been brought in before me that they should read the writings. Next verse. And make known unto the interpretation thereof. But they could not show me the interpretation thereof. Verse 16 said, And I have heard of thee, uh-huh, that thou can make interpretation. And you can dissolve doubts. And I mean, I need an interpretation because I'm doubting because now my countenance done fell. I was at this party and, and all of a sudden I couldn't see myself anymore. I couldn't see my pride anymore. I couldn't see my fortune anymore. All I could see was a hand writing on my, the wall of my soul. And I'm troubled by it. And I need you to help me to understand what's going on here. He says in 16, and I have heard of thee, and thou can make these interpretations and dissolve the doubts. Now if, watch this, now if thou can, because he still didn't really believe he could do it. He said, now if uh-huh, thou canst read the writings and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet, watch what he's doing here, 
and have a chain of gold about thy neck. Same thing he offered them old astrologers. And thou shalt be third ruler in the kingdom. Remember I told you he wasn't going to allow you to be the number one in the kingdom? <laughs> he ain't going to allow you to do that. And he ain't going to allow you to take the queen's place and be number two in the kingdom. Because that's what's going on inside of you. He ain't going to, because if, if you allow Daniel to be number two, then Daniel going to change you. Because you're talking about a Inside, the queen represents the woman, the inter-spiritual self of a man. You see, see, and change comes from the inside out, not from the outside in. All right, all right. Put it back up there, son. Put that scripture back up there for me, if you will. He said, now, if you can do all this, I'm going to give you, I'm going to make you third ruler in the kingdom. As far as I can let you go. Remember I told you they're just going to keep them right there on the side. Put the fires out. They're going to use you. They're going to use the knowledge of God to try to get them out of the scrap. But they ain't willing to change. Really. They ain't willing to change. And have a, I'm going to give you a gold chain. I'm going to put you scarlet. In other words, I'm going to make you look like a priesthood. But you're really going to be working for me. But the thing about Daniel is this. Daniel refused to eat. The food that the king wanted to feed him. And so did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They refused to eat. They said, no, just let us eat our diet. And then at the end of it, we'll see. And they came out looking better and shinier by eating God's food than eating the dainties of the world, which the king will give you. See, they give you, they give you all kind of stuff. Yeah, they give you new cars, new houses, new shoes, new clothes. They give you all that. And ain't a thing wrong with that, unless it takes a hold of you. Now, if it takes a hold of you, you need to let it go, because I'm telling you, there are some things that you can put your hand to in life. Hear me, good little girl. There are some things that you can put your hand to in life, that you'll have to suffer with the rest of your life trying to get rid of. Did you hear me? That's the best wisdom I could ever give you, darling. If you hear me now, it'll save you a lot of heartache along the way. Hear the old man. That's for you, baby. That's for you. That's because I love you. That came straight from God, straight to you. God got a blessing for you. Y'all going to be together soon, completely. Completely. So here we are in verse 17. And watch what Daniel says. He tells him the same thing that Jesus told the devil. Verse 17 says, Then Daniel answered and said to the king, You let thy gifts be to thyself. You know, you can keep your gift. You can't buy me. And you can give your rewards to another. In other words, you can go to you know what. <laughs> that's where you can go. <laughs> See, that's what I like about a man of God. A man of God don't care. We just say it. don't care about who like you or not. Or, oh, he's, he's not politically correct. He's not religiously correct. I don't give a you know what. And if kids was in here, I'd let it roll if they wasn't in here. Because I ain't got no problem with letting it roll. And I'm still saved. 
because you ain't die for me. And you ain't got no heaven or hell to put me in. So you can keep your stuff and you can give your rewards to somebody else because I don't need your rewards. Because I got a greater reward coming if I just hold on. Church, I say you got a greater reward if you just hold on. Is it good up in here today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, God, God tapping us. It's a good thing. Luke twelve fifteen tells us that a man's life. See, see, he knew that. Daniel knew that. He said a man's life don't consist of the abundance of things that he possesses. I don't need no robe. Yeah, put one of them old robes on that them folk read. Any of y'all preachers in here put one of them old robes on that them old them old Christian dome preachers be having on. Man, them things is hot. Them things will kill you. I preached at a Lutheran church, took over a Lutheran church up there for about two months one time, and they trying to put me in this robe. I preached in it one time. I like to fell out. I say, not again. I said, I'm going to do this thing my way, the way God showed me. I'm not going by what y'all say. I'm going to preach my own sermons, and I'm going to wear my own clothes. I ain't, you're not going to put right up there in Gaffney, that Lutheran church up there. I'm the first black man that ever preached in that church. Probably ain't Nancy preached since. Took over for a couple months. But the thing about it is this. I don't need no robe to tell you what thus said the Lord. I don't need no gold chain to tell you what says the Lord. Even though I got one on, I don't have to have it to tell you what thus said the Lord. Only thing I got to do is hear from heaven and release it. It's just that simple. I'll be just happy living out there in that little old thing out there. Then where I live now, as long as I got God, I'll be just happy. Because if I got him, I can figure this thing out. I don't have to have all that. Things. You get one thing, you want another. You get one new car, you want another. Hey, look, it ain't nothing but a car. It ain't nothing but a house. It ain't nothing but a pair of shoes. I wanted some new tennis shoes. I started going to get some new tennis shoes. And, you know, something just held it up. Next thing I know, Brenda bringing tennis shoes for everybody. I said, Brenda, where are they coming? She said they came in on the truck. Adidas and all them, uh, what you call them old thing, old heel figures and all them old so-called name brand, Ralph Lauren's and all that. They ain't nothing. You, you think that bold weaver care something about the name? <laughs> that bold weaver looking for a home. He don't care nothing about whether it's Levi, Stratton's, Louis Vuitton or what. He don't care nothing. Michael Cook. That bull weaver don't care nothing about that. He'll eat the cotton and the name that's on the cotton. And the thing about it is, you're the one that paid for the cotton. And he's the one living in it. You're the one planted it. Where did he come from? 
That's how the devil do. He uses free space in our mind. He ain't paying no rent, no bargain, no nothing. But he housed up in us, free of charge, to wreak havoc in our lives. I'm about to end it. Give me about five or six more minutes. Let's go to uh, Daniel 5, verse 25, and we're going to cap this up through 31. Show you what's going on here. Are we there? Verse 25 says, This is the writing that was written. Meaning, meaning, tickle you sorry. This is the interpretation of the thing. The word many means. God has numbered your kingdom and finished it. In other words, you've done. America, did you hear what I said? You singing fast. You're done. You don't even know you're done because you ain't got sense enough to know you're done. But the handwriting is all on the wall. Now, it's going to be a good thing for the people. That you're done. But it's going to be a bad thing for those of you who are in leadership. It's going to be a bad thing for you. Because you're going to be standing back like Revelation. In torment. Weeping and crying. Oh, we're losing so much money. See, because coronavirus is still out there. And if you don't think that. With all this hell that's going on right now from that mountain of protest that's been cast into the sea, if you don't think that that thing is going to show up in a vengeance in a couple of weeks, just you wait and see. See, people are so enraged until they ain't even think about no coronavirus. All they want is revenge. You've got to realize what's going on. So this thing is not over yet. And it's going to get worse. So don't fool yourselves. Brenda told you. The Lord told her, tell my people, don't go to sleep on coronavirus, COVID-19. Don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. Because it don't take but one wrong move. Just one. And I'm speaking to myself too. It don't take but one wrong move. Next verse. It says, your kingdom is numbered. Verse 27, tickle. You've been weighed in the balance. And you've been found wanting, America. Ooh. Perez, the kingdom is now divided. And given to the me and the Persians, which is, the me's and the Persians is the middle of pureness. Now, this is what's happening here, see. See, see, when that thing collapses, and it's collapsing fast, don't make no difference what they show you on that news. You better hear me, because they tell you lies. They ain't going to tell you that this thing is collapsing. You see how long they held under 100,000? That thing had been way over 100,000, but they held it under because they didn't want you to know the truth. They said that we want to hit 100,000 by June. Now they're saying we want it to hit, uh, it's hard to hear that. 
<laughs> it might be. <laughs> it's hot up here too. <laughs> it's hot in hell. <laughs> Look here. Look here. They already forecasting by the end of June it'll be something like 127,000. See, they already got it gauged out. That they already know what, and it hits them numbers, and they'll keep it down. They'll keep it down. Even though it's going high, they'll keep that thing down. And then when they get close to that time, what they'll do is they'll put that number up there for you, see. see. They ain't doing nothing but tricking the people. And we sitting there, you know, Trump said this, and Trump said that, and you, and you know, the president said this, the president. What did God say? God said you've been found wanting. So you go back to work. They went back to work at the chicken place and then 500 of them got infected. They had to close it back down. Where that fool mandatorily made them people go back to work. And because they poor and they ain't got no choice, they had to go. And then they had to close it down again. Keep listening to them. Keep on. You're going to get your head busted. Keep listening to them. Keep on listening to them, America. Keep listening to them. And don't not come crying, talking about, oh, ain't no need crying to me. Because you've been warned. Don't listen to them. Listen to God. You've been found wanting, he says. And not only have you been found wanting... Uh huh. But I didn't give this thing over to the need purge. And see, at the end of the day, God gonna purify us. We're going through the fire right now. We've been purified, whether we got sense enough to know it or not. That's why I give thanks in my suffering, because God is purifying me. He get me closer to Him. See, you're gonna have to go through some things. You gotta go through some things, people. If you ain't ready to go through some things, you ain't ready to walk with God. See, you ain't ready to walk with God. This morning, just troubleshooting this thing all over the place. Getting technology together. Then I got to get up here and preach. I had to go outside and just think a minute. I had to get, I had to change hats and get into the heavenly realm. It's not always an easy thing to do. What looks easy ain't easy. Now watch this. Verse 30. I got two verses. And in that night, and during that same time of adversity, that Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, he was slain. That same night. See, see, that thing that's been protecting the false religion in us and keeping us drawn toward the world and serving the world and calling it God, that very same thing God said during this time of adversity, those that hear what's going on, 
He said, I'm going to kill that thing in you. I'm going to kill that thing in you because that thing has been messing with you too long. And now it's time for the flower to bloom. And when the flower blooms, it ain't got nothing to do with money. You got to get that out your head. That's what's wrong with you now. If you can get that garbage out your head, then God will bless you. If you can just learn to deal with God's economy instead of our own. Instead of our own. He says, in the same night, that joker died. He, he didn't last long at all. He didn't even last long. <laughs> he didn't even last long with his daddy. They killed him right there that night. And then Darius, the Median, which means the Lord of Pureness, took the kingdom. Mm. Being about three score and two years old, he was. The Lord of Pureness, put it back up there for me. The Lord of Pureness, Darius the Median, when this thing collapsed in us, and God slays that old dragon, then the Lord of Pureness will come on the scene. Jesus Christ, the Son of the true and living God. Not the Santa Claus Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the real one. He killed, take the kingdom which once belonged. Now we'll be in the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God that's inside of us. Being about three score and two years old, 62, count the number, six plus two, new beginning. Count the number, three score and two. Three score is 60 plus two. Count it. Eight. Six plus zero plus two equal eight. Either way you look at it, there's a new beginning coming, not only for America, there's hope for you, but for God's people in America. There's a new beginning coming for you right now. It ain't what God going to do. It's what's right now. Those that's hearing under the commandment of this word. It ain't what God going to do like they're always talking about. God going to do this. No, no, no. Forget that. This is being done. Receive it. And if you receive it, then you will be blessed and understand what the blessings of God mean. And you will continue to walk this path of righteousness. Don't be a stranger coming up in here and fellowshipping. Get out of them beds, people, and come, 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 come. Because God has got too much to guide us through. We're being guided through the wilderness right now. It's hell going on, people. And you will have to be guided correctly. And if you ain't under the right teachings, God help you. And if you under your own teachings, then oh my God, forgive me, Lord. 
I'm done, people. I'm done. I ain't got no more to say, and God ain't saying no more. 